Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Happy Friday. Welcome to Trackside, presented by Document Technology. I am Terry Turner, right there. Good evening, Randy Dye. How are you doing? Doing good, Terry. Uh, good to be with you. And, man, uh, starting to count the days to uh, when we're back on the racetrack. It's not long now. And, uh, I, of course, there's, there's so much activity at the racetrack. But, uh, yeah, good to be with you. And uh, it's always good to do our show. I, I You know, I know you're going to talk about it. I hate that we're going to start this way, but it is what it is. So. Well, uh, life is life, as they say, and uh, we it seems like almost at least monthly we have uh, issues with losing someone inside NASCAR. Uh, we did lose Ryan Pemberton, who served as crew chief for more than 600 Cup and Xfinity races and spent 10 years at JR Motorsports. Lost him on Sunday. Randy was only 54 years old. You being a historian, um, this gentleman worked with Derek Cope, Ernie Irvin, Dave Blaney, Joe Nemechek, Mark Martin, Brian Vickers, David Rudiman, and many others. I mean, what an impact uh, Ryan Pemberton made on our sport and uh, a very young man. Uh, no one has talked about <clears throat> so far what the cause of death was, but uh, we lost him Sunday, and he was only 54 years old. Yeah, you know, um, and in the Pemberton family, um, you know, there's a – they're, they're – obviously deep in our in our sport and um so uh it's tough it's tough to uh it's tough to be excited uh we'll 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 certainly transition here but um you you know it's just it's just hard and 54 years old especially you know you and i are are over that and it it just it just kind of makes you pause and um i certainly appreciate every every minute that you have and um you know we we certainly you know keep the rest of the the Pemberton family in our prayers and um uh just uh hope that uh they're comforted by their friends and family and there's so many people in this but you know I, I think that's one of the things that I value a lot about um NASCAR and racing in general I mean it's not just at NAS- at the NASCAR level but the local level um, is is that we are family. Um, you know, we can bicker and fight and carry on, and every once in a while there's a few people that maybe aren't family, uh, that don't participate in, in in rallying around family. But in general, the racing community is a big family, and um, um, so there is a support network, and, and um, you know, I think that's a comfort to anybody in this situation. Well, no doubt about that, and so many people from the racing family have already reached out. Uh, sad thing in talking about family and the fact that we just don't know how many days we have, so we should appreciate every day. But uh, uh, Ryan's brother is a well, very well-known uh, broadcaster and lost him a year ago, so this family's had it had it tough. They definitely are still deeply embedded in our sport. So uh, a tough one for sure, Randy. No doubt. No doubt. Well, ladies and gentlemen, uh, as Randy has just mentioned, and I think he's feeling the impact of uh, seasons beginning, uh, the, the racing season is definitely upon us. Uh, we're going to talk our local our local segment, and that is presented, of course, by One Daytona. Randy, we just made it through the 38th annual Chili Bowl Nationals uh, here in Tulsa and uh, got to be around for that one. Uh, an amazing, just more amazing every year and just a a quick side note on that uh speaking of local uh emmett hahn who put that together started it etc when i was about 10 years old eight to ten years old i did grow up in tulsa and we had a big dirt track here for stock car racing emmett hahn used to go watch him race and he was big time for that and just carried his dream on to uh, the chili bowl nationals logan seavey uh, wins that championship back to back, so congratulations to that, and what a huge success! I can't remember how many millions of dollars that it brings to the Tulsa community there in Oklahoma. So good stuff. But getting getting uh, homeward bound now, Volusia Speedway Park. 
The uh, Dirt Car Nationals, the Sunshine Nationals, are underway right now as we speak, starting last night on Thursday. And uh, they'll be followed up by the germ-free sprint car shootout starting next Thursday. And then, Randy, right into the Rolex 24 uh, on January 27th. I can't believe that's already upon us. And then, of course, Rusty and all the gang over at Volusia Speedway Park are getting prepared and ready to go for the Red Eye 50-50. And that's going to be kicking off on February 3rd, followed by the World Series starting on February 9th. And then, believe it or not, Randy, NASCAR kicks off in L.A. with the Bush Light Clash, followed up by the Daytona 500. The Clash is on February 4th and the Daytona 500 on February 18th. Uh, we're going to talk later as we get into the cup uh, part of it about Jimmy Johnson being uh, aboard for the Daytona 500. He's uh, he's going to be running. Yeah, I, I, if you look at his schedule, um, of course we can talk about it a little bit more, but he's, he's increased the schedule. Um, last report I've seen is that it looks like that he's going to run nine races now, um, which is, uh, you know, that's a significant uptick compared to last year and um, you know and that's another family that based on you know just the way we open the show that you got to keep in your in your thoughts and prayers uh, you, you know what what Jimmy and his wife and uh, children uh, experienced with uh, his wife's uh, family uh, the, the I guess you just have to call it murder-suicide um, it was yeah, brutal last year and and uh uh you know that's a that's a tough 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 uh experience to endure and uh we wish them um you know a lot of love and i it's interesting to me you know a lot of times you kind of want to be isolated and 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 you do that but then you come back to to this this place that provides a lot of emotional support and i time and time and time again over the years I've seen this happen with uh, how the how the sport rallies around um, each other, and how people in the sport rally around each other. The the biggest rivalries, the biggest rivals, and the and kind of like the old Hatfield and McCoys. Yet in time of need, and in time of um, tragedy, uh, the, the, all that stuff is set aside, and you go help your friend and help your neighbor. And in that moment, Absolutely. they are your friend and they are your neighbor. Yeah, and speaking of that, uh, uh, Jimmy Johnson, there's some, there's some interviews out right now and up up online, YouTube, et cetera, talking about that tragedy. By the way, that tragedy did happen in Oklahoma as well. Uh, but back on a lighter note, I'm, I'm, I'm taking uh, suggestions and thoughts from uh, listeners for One Daytona, Randy, to go ahead forward uh, to figure out how to Get that big parking lot over there by Bass Pro Shop covered with dirt. So you know you need to, you need to kind of step up and help me on that. But you know, one Daytona is uh, that a lot of the same people that uh, brought NASCAR back to the back to uh, to sports live sports before anybody else during COVID are in, involved in all of that. And uh, so uh, I love going down there. Uh, by the way, I, you know, great restaurants and. Um, Great place to walk. Great theater. Um, you know, just uh, two two fine hotels. Um, Maybe maybe one of the better barbecue places in town, and certainly a great Italian restaurant. And you know, there's more and more and more. Uh, you, I like, uh, I, and I think you see the one Daytona is um, is uh, with Costco and all the traffic. I think you're going to see some a lot of dynamic changes in one Daytona during this this next year. Uh, exciting stuff. So I look forward to it. Love those guys. Uh, appreciate them being on our show, and uh, and and be willing to sponsor what we call the local report, which is local wherever you are. Yep, local wherever you are racing. And speaking of one Daytona and local, I've got a local suggestion here. Uh, Randy, that's uh, just typed in. It's saying it with the weather in Daytona these days. Could we do maybe ice skating over there as well oh. in the parking lot? You laugh just about saying. that. There was, a, there was one time way back in the day in the in the in the Volusia Mall that uh, I watched the Volusia County Sheriff's deputy uh, uh, in his car go sliding through the parking lot. It was uh, 
snowflakes and uh, and uh, sliding sliding uh, police cars. So it was. <laughs> I'm going. What has happened to Daytona Beach? Why is this going on? I moved away from all of that. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> well, the, the Volusia County Sheriff probably not used to driving in snow too much. No doubt about that. You, you know, I was. Uh, I was in uh, Charlotte last weekend, and I left Sunday morning pretty early and uh, was coming down, uh, you know, coming back home. And there was a point in uh, South Carolina where the temperature was 25 degrees. And so, you know, you couldn't take for granted that water was water on the road. You had to be a little bit careful about what uh, what was going on. Well, getting out of a warm car uh, at the IPE building, home of the Golden Driller, for uh, the Chili Bowl with minus 8 degrees in Tulsa, uh, you were a little stiff by the, side, by the time you got there. There's no doubt about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt about it. Well, you know, it, it's, it is what it is, and I'm ready for spring. And speaking of spring, it sure helps us to talk about racing, and we are now going to talk about trucks, and that is brought to you this evening by Aaron Delgado and Associates. Just a side note here, uh, the the regular season champion last year, Corey Heim, Randy, will be running uh, in the IMSA races uh, at Daytona. That's going to happen uh, the Friday of, uh, of the truck races in Xfinity and Daytona 500, uh, but he's going to be running alongside John Hunter Nemechek and uh, – Bubba Wallace in the IMSA race there, which is going to be quite interesting. That's a debut, and uh, all those guys will be running in a Toyota GR Supra GT4. Uh, so, hey, to kick it off, we got a truck driver uh, in in the IMSA series. Well, Corey's a good race car driver, and I think you're going to see him. Um, obviously, I, I'm pretty sure he's going to be extraordinarily focused on winning the truck championship in 2024 uh you know we can argue about was it taken from him and all that sort of stuff uh certainly it was an unfortunate set of circumstances that caused him not to win the championship but uh you know i also think that you're beginning to see um the next step in the in the development of Corey hyman what he's going to do beyond I, i think that's what's what's going on he's a good race car driver I watched him race um, super late models. Uh, we raced with him, and, and uh, <clears throat> he knows what he's doing and, and, and his experience. You know, he's, he's been around a little while now, and um, I think he's uh, maturing as a race car driver. And so I think you'll see him probably move, um, move up in, in short order. And not maybe, you know, I, I think he'll try his hand. At some other stuff during 2024, and then we'll see what 2025 brings for him. Well, interesting to have IMSA there and to have the trucker in there, no doubt about that. Speaking of truckers, Nick Sanchez is going to return for the second season with Rev Racing uh, for 17 races, I believe, is what it's telling me here. So uh, good to see that. That's that's another up and coming uh, driver right there, Randy. That's doing well. Yeah, I don't know if it's seven. I, I I thought he was going to run the full season. Maybe it's a sponsor that's there for seventeen races. Uh, yeah, I think you're absolutely right. It just doesn't make it clear here, but I think you're right as far as full season because it's basically the second season with uh, with Rev Racing, and it's got to be a full season, no doubt about that. Yeah. Oh, and you know, just touching on sponsors, uh, and we're going to going to look at another one here in trucks. Uh, it's amazing. The list is too long for me to cover in, in this program, but um, we'll talk a little bit more about it. But more and more brand-new sponsors to our sport and NASCAR joining up. And uh, here's another example of it. Dead on Tools is sponsoring Tanner Gray for 16 races in the truck series. So, uh, again, so many of them uh, coming in that I've never seen in NASCAR before. So, Again, we've talked about this so many times, uh, a really uh, sign of great health for our sport. So congratulations to Tanner Gray, 16 races with dead-on tools there. Uh, good stuff in the number 15 Toyota Tundra. Well, I, I think it's, um, you know, uh, it, it's, it's interesting to me. I, I think Aaron Delgado's personality, by the way, fits this, uh, this truck series. You know, Aaron's not exactly uh, Mr. Um, Subtle. 
he's kind of out there and uh you know he's uh, he's a personality a, a larger than life personality uh, uh has a full service law firm and if you look at the truck series and all of the i mean the activity and uh, the personalities that are involved and the, the sponsors the partners that are involved really 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 uh, uh it's everybody's kind of loud and proud in that in that in that group. So um, uh, excited to be a part of it. Uh, I think if there's any possibility for the truck series to have gotten any tougher, um, I think it did, and um, it'll be an interesting uh, 2024 for sure. Well, and again, expanding on what we're talking about here, the the sponsor investment in the truck series, which is. Uh, you know, definitely a farm club of our sport, and you've you got a, a number, well, uh, most of, or not of, not of all of them, if not all of them, are great race car drivers, which have bright futures in NASCAR, and I think sponsors are smart enough to realize that, and they're coming on board in a big way. Yeah, the, the, I think the one thing that the partners that get in on the sport and the truck series know that, you know, these the, the, the fans love this series. They absolutely love this series, and uh, and they you know they the races are the length of the races aren't aren't too bad, and um, they uh, you know they they really uh, the racing is hard, uh, it's competitive. They don't you don't have as much time to sort of chill out and take it easy. You got to get with it. Um, the trucks that become built are uh, it's very difficult to pass. So as a result, sometimes you're moving people. Um, the pit road experience is is uh, huge, and um, so uh, I think it's I think it's a very appealing part of the NASCAR lineup for sure. Well, and so let let's uh, use that as a bridge as we go over. And let's let's say because we don't have any motorcycle racing right now. We're going to recognize Deland Motorsports as sponsoring the Trackside Memories. How about that for a little segment? And let's go back in time, Randy, when we uh, doing our broadcast there at the Daytona International Speedway for years uh, before the truck race. And uh, I remember you saying after the show, we're going to, we're walking over to to watch the race, and you go, "Man, I just can't get this out of my blood." Uh, Daniel Dye was a, a little guy bouncing around, my wife uh, watching over him, Cindy watching over him and playing games with him while we were doing the program. And now, Randy, will use that uh, as a bridge to go over to the Xfinity Series and proudly sponsored by Ta- Daytona's Garage. So glad to have them back. But let me just read you the headline, and then I'll toss it to you. Daniel Dye joins Colleg Racing's Xfinity Series lineup part-time schedule in 2024 the little daniel die running full time in the truck series and uh, running 10 races for colleague racing in the number 10 uh xfinity series i'll toss it to you comment on that one how's that for a segment out of a memory to colleague racing and daniel die in the 10 for xfinity series yeah you know it's um it's really i i don't know what to say. Um, I would tell you that it's surreal. Um, it's a very uh, the colleague thing. Um, you probably remember this better than me. Daniel's been a fan of colleague racing. Um, he knew who colleague racing was before I did. Yep. And uh, you know when he talked about colleague racing when he was a little kid, I, I was like, I didn't even know who that was. And I don't mean to be disrespectful, but I just hadn't paid attention. And so there's a little bit of a, uh, you know, dream come true for him um, to be able to race with these guys. Uh, we spent uh, spent a lot of time with uh, the organization. Um, Chris Rice, who's the president of Colleague Racing, is also a board member of the NASCAR Foundation, and as am I. And uh, so we've kind of gotten to know each other and um done some other things together and uh you know i don't have time to give you the whole history but um to be able to put together a a part-time schedule um with them is very exciting and 
you know, we know the quality of the organization. We're, we spent the weekend up there last weekend. Um, again, you know, we got to spend a lot of time with, uh, with Chris and a lot of his team, saw what they do in the shop. Uh, a bit of a surprise, we were with Matt Colleague for probably an hour and a half or longer, and uh, what a classy guy he is and uh, very successful. Uh, so, um, you know, to be welcomed into um, the, uh, the Colleague family uh, is really pretty special. Uh, Chris is, uh, because he lives there, uh, not far from where Daniel lives, he's taken Daniel in as a, um, really like his own son. And um, so that's comforting to me. Uh, and, and it's a, uh, and they have this relationship, as you know, with uh, Richard Childress Racing. Um, they have an alliance there, um, and that's, uh, you know, that I, you know, that Richard Childress and I and a lot of his people have been friends for years and years and years. So it was very, it's a very comfortable place for uh, for us. Um, to be able to be with those guys and um, um, and, and and encouraging those they, they know what they're doing. Um, Daniel's working extremely hard up there. Um, uh, we uh, we had a phenomenal weekend. Got to I've been through the the, the Childress uh, campus many times over. Um, I could lead the tour, um, but it it's it's never it never gets old it's uh it's just such a phenomenal place i will tell you um an aside um we were going through this the, the campus and um i probably got to tell you the names just to protect them but um we were witness to a group of former seals and some of which were SEAL Team Six Black, and wow. what? Oh, oh yeah, um, uh, they. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, you can play. You you think you can play tough guy all day long, all you want, um, and and then you meet these guys, and um, that was a that was a bonus. Didn't have any idea, but. It also tells you a little bit about the, the Childress organization. They were doing some stuff with them, just kind of hosting them. It was a fun day for the, that group, and um, proud to have been a, a little part of it and experience it. Um, just look forward to being in a in a positive environment. You know, ten races is um, is not a season for sure. It's about a third of a season, but when you combine it with twenty three truck races. It's a pretty busy year, and um, um, so we're looking forward to it. We love the partnership. We, we appreciate um, very much those guys wanting us to be a part of their organization. I mean, that's a that's a high compliment and honor that um, you know you just kind of shake your head. You bet. Oh, that, that's huge. Well, and a high compliment and honor on top of that, Champion Container Corporation. Oh, uh, it's yeah. going to be on that car for all those 10 races. So that's another big one. Randy, let me just throw out what we got here. We're going to see him, of course, in the truck series uh, at Daytona. And then on the 17th at Daytona International Speedway, uh, that'll be the kickoff race in the 10. And we've got Martinsville, Dover, Iowa, Pocono, Indianapolis, Michigan, Kansas, Las Vegas, and Phoenix. Uh, that covers the 10 races for the 10 car with Daniel Dye and college racing. Wow. What a big deal. What an honor. Yeah, we're, uh, you know, and, and we'll see, I, I don't know that there's, that we'll add anything along the way, but, um, you know, we're, um, we're, we're certainly, that's what we know we're doing. And, um, and that's the way we're planning. Uh, so, um, we, we appreciate, we've seen that we've already seen the, the, the cars and, um, uh, man, they've got some inventory uh, for sure. So uh, we'll be uh, we'll be one of uh, five colleague entries in the Xfinity Series race here at Daytona um, uh, on the 17th, and uh, we're looking forward to getting out there and getting after it for sure. And to have Champion Container 
uh, you know, being our, our primary sponsor for the truck series and then deciding that they wanted to be the primary sponsor for the Xfinity race here in Daytona is just special. I mean, uh, we're just a really, we're blessed for sure. Well, I'm looking at the, the paint scheme for the 10. Uh, I noticed there right on the nose of that car is, of course, Race to Stop Suicide. Mm-hmm. That's correct. Oh. Uh, they, they have been a, when you talk about champion, they are a champion of the cause of Race to Stop Suicide. They, they have about uh, 200 18-wheeler trailers and, uh, tra- you know, tractor trailers, and they go all up and down the mid-Atlantic states up into the northeast, and on the back of those those trailers, it says, Race to Stop Suicide, call 988. And um, so they're not just, uh, they are truly race fans, and they genuinely appreciate racing, but they are also a big part of uh, enabling us to continue to do Race to Stop Suicide uh, mission work, for sure. Good stuff, no doubt about it. Another piece of good news in the Xfinity Series. Uh, nice to see Jeffrey Earnhardt is going to return to Sam Hunt Racing for a multi-race deal in 2024. Uh, he'll be piloting the, num- the number 26 Toyota uh, Super. So good, good stuff. And as I said, the, the sponsorship list continues to grow. Uh, Wendy's back with Trackhouse. Uh, for all three drivers, Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain, and Shane Van Gisbergen, uh, Wendy's will be, have a season-long association branding on all three drivers' Cup Series Chevrolets in 2024. And uh, we'll see the first race uh, on the Cup Series with uh, with Van Gisbergen at Talladega in April. So, you know, another big sponsor returning. And then one more before we take a break. Uh, Isaac Collision to sponsor Ryan Ellis in 11 races in 2024 for Alpha Prime. So, uh, Classic Collision is, uh, is uh, what I say, Isaac Collision is Classic Collision. Sorry about that, folks. Another another big one there, another good sponsor for uh, uh, 11 races, Ryan Ellis with Alpha Prime. Good stuff. Yeah, really good. I do want to say I'm happy for Jeffrey Earnhardt. You know, we, we were uh... – a teammate briefly, uh, you know, the, the couple races that we ran with Alpha Prime last year, and Jeffrey was a teammate uh, uh, of Daniels uh, in Texas for sure, and he was, he really was, uh, uh, just really good to Daniel. He was kind and encouraging and coaching, and uh, so it was, uh, it was a good experience for us, and we wish him the very best. And Daniel made a comment on his interview with, uh, on SiriusXM, uh, whenever it was, on uh, Tuesday, I think. Um, and he talked about Alpha Prime Racing and and, the, and what a great experience it was to work with, with those guys, uh, Tommy Joe Martins and, and the entire organization. The, I, I would tell you that they're um, – I don't know how that could have been any better. I mean, they were just so well-prepared and so excited and enthusiastic and welcoming, and we uh, – we were fortunate to be able to have run a couple races with them. We'd like to have run that last one, but as you know, Daniel got in that wreck in Phoenix that between the two guys uh, being knuckleheads, and he ended up with a concussion and not able to race the next day. Right, exactly. Well, again, just more and more good news and more and more good teams and more and more great uh, drivers and more and more great sponsors coming into this, to uh, our sport. So big time good news. We're going to take a break, and uh, we're going to come back, Randy, and talk about the Cup Series and the Bush Light Clash. The uh, the format has been announced, and we're going to cover that a little bit. We are brought to you tonight, ladies and gentlemen, by Document Technologies, One Daytona, Aaron Delgado and Associates, Daytona's Garage, Unifirst, and, of course, Space Coast Credit Union and Land Motorsports. We want to throw them in there. They brought us a pretty nice uh, – piece of history tonight we'll be right back you're listening to trackside hey everybody it's Randy Dye from Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram your new Ram truck is here we have over a hundred in stock we plan to sell all of them by the end of the month they're going quick so shop now 
Your new Ram truck is at Daytona Dodge Chrysler Jeep and Ram. Where we won't waste your time or money. Right now, during the Start Something New sales event, lease the all-new 2024 Ram 1500 for $379 a month for 42 months. Hi folks, Bill Gallagher with SolarFit here. Have you ever thought about utilizing solar power for your home or business? Well, there's never been a better time to plug into the sun and stop renting electricity. How would you like to let your roof start paying you each month? Give us a call at 445-7606, that's 445-7606, or visit us at SolarFit.com and set yourself free. SolarFit your life and set yourself free with the sun's free energy. The Germ Free Southern Sprint Car Shootout returns to Volusia Speedway Park in 2024. It's a three-day marquee event, January 25th, 26th, and 27th for the USCS 360 Sprint Cars, culminating with a $10,000-to-win feature event. For more information, head to VolusiaSpeedwayPark.com. The second annual Germ Free Southern Sprint Car Shootout. Be there. All right, we are back, ladies and gentlemen. Thanks for being with us on a Friday right here on Trackside. Hey, thanks to our producer there, Mr. Mark, throwing a little Kenny Wayne Shepherd at us right there. Randy, I can see you kind of moving and grooving in your chair there a little bit. <laughs> Mark's always on it, man. He is. There's no doubt about that. No doubt about that. All right, so we go to L.A. Uh, in February the 4th. Let's kick it off, Randy, with uh, with uh, Daniel Suarez will run in the NASCAR Mexico Series, and that's going to happen on Sunday morning there in the L.A. Coliseum. So uh, something new and interesting and uh, furthering NASCAR's reach with the Mexico Series. Well, I think, you know, NASCAR's um, definitely we, – we all kind of get thinking the world is uh, – NASCAR is, is limited to the United States, but – it really is an international uh, has an international presence in in motorsports for sure. Going over last year and um, you know and and, and running at uh, uh, oh my gosh I just went blank uh, in France um, and with the, the Garage Fifty Six and that was uh, that was pretty cool. Uh, you know, there's obviously conversation about racing in um, in Canada. Um, I was at the NASCAR Hall of Fame, and um, uh, over the weekend, and they had a Canadian uh, NASCAR, uh, believe it or not, Dodge Challenger on their, uh, you know, on that high bank that they, the, the, the display they have in the Hall of Fame. So um, it's, uh, you, you know, I, I think, I, I think it, NASCAR has a presence, a, a world presence that sometimes we forget. But I, I think it's very cool that uh, that Daniel Suarez is going to race, um, you know, in the Mexico Series uh, for, for that event. You know, it's not that far from the from the border where it is. So um, good, good stuff. It's uh, and I'm sure he'll be very proud, you know, to um, to be able to, um, to to represent his country in that series and. It should be a good. It should be a good experience for everybody. I, I think, anyway. Yeah, it's going to be something different and unusual, and uh, again, uh, entertaining for sure. Should be a lot of people show up for it. The border is definitely not that far away. So we roll into after that the uh, the format for the uh, Bushlight Clash, and that, of course, our segment for the Cup is brought to you by Unifirst. Um, so interesting. No, no. Uh, well, okay. So what they're going to do? They're going to have three practice sessions with uh, or three groups, and uh, each one of those are going to be uh, twenty-five laps each, and then four heat races, Randy, uh, with no green flag uh, counted in overtime. No overtime. The top five from each heat heat race will uh, advance to the clash. Interesting on this, these heat races are going to happen on Saturday, Randy, and the ticket that you buy for the Clash will not get you in. So from what I can see, there's not going to be any uh, fans 
uh, for these heat races. That's a little unusual. Well, I mean, we've, we obviously we've done that before, <laughs> so uh, yeah. you know. With but but I it, the format is interesting. You know, it's a it's a national uh, stage, and um, but it's kind of run mostly because of the size of the racetrack, um, like a local um, event where you have heat races and you qualify through the heat races into the big event, and and uh, you know the, the it, it's. It's it's an interesting um, format for sure. Um, I think it'll be fun. Um, I've got my own idea about how to do it, um, maybe a little differently, and I think more fun. Um, but I don't know whether you want to get into that or you want to save that for another day. Well, we we have a lot to cover. Maybe we should, but it definitely is interesting because, I mean, these practice sessions are going to be real important because the fastest lap uh, from their final mm-hmm. practice session will determine who gets or, or the uh, starting lineup for the heat races. And then the heat races, 25 laps apiece, uh, the top five from each heat race will advance to the class. So that's interesting. <laughs> and then they've got a last chance qualifier. So let me just touch on that. Cars that don't transfer into the class will compete in the last chance qualifier with their starting position, determine where they finished in their respective heat races. And that is going to be a 75-lap run right there. So the main event will feature 23 drivers competing for 150 laps. Uh, And uh, let's see here. First 22 starting parts for the class will uh, is set through finishing positions and heat races, and then the last chance qualifier, the 23rd and final starting spot, is reserved for the driver who finished in the highest finished highest in the 2023 season driver point standing, and who did not already qualify for the class. So, um, I guess it's the, a the long and short of it, but this format, they're going to be everybody's going to be running hard, no doubt about that. Yeah, it's- you know, the other way they used to put that back in the day was the promoter's option. That's what that was called. You know, so you want the guy that 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 you know everybody came to see. You want to make sure you have the ability to get him in the race, and um, that's kind of that. That's kind of that format. I'm not. By the way, I'm not being critical. I kind of sit back here having a little fun with it. Uh, it's 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 it's, uh, it's pretty cool. Yeah, I think it's neat. Well, okay, so let me ask you this question. This is this will come from the uh, dumb, dumb question series. Why don't they allow fans, you think, uh, I mean, with these heat races, and they are so so important and serious to, to hang out. I mean, uh, it is going to be televised, but uh, empty stands, I don't know. Just, it just seems weird to me, and it seems like well, maybe another profit center. I mean, I'm sure fans would, uh, would buy tickets to see the qualifying races because they are – a big deal and serious to get into the race, the main, the main event. Yeah, I'm a little bit co- confused about that. So I'll, I'll, let's, uh, I'll kind of do a little research, and we'll come back on that one, huh? Yeah, that's a, that's a good idea. But we ought to, we ought to check it out. No doubt about that. I mean, they go to the trouble to be in LA. They ought to have some fancy. I like this one, Randy. You know, again, going back in time uh, to to earlier shows when we were freezing to death. I think our first show. <laughs> at the Daytona International Speedway, and we had uh, some buddies of yours from Front Row Motorsports on with us, and uh, they are going to be switching a technical alliance from RFK to Team Penske. So that's an, that's an interesting one right there, and I don't know. That, should, that could make a big, di- make a big difference. Uh, Michael McDowell has done well with Front Row. Uh, will this make a difference? What do you think? Uh, you know, it's... This one is a little interesting to me. I um, I think it's a little risky, and now don't, that's not a criticism, <clears throat> certainly of of the Penske organization. I mean, for goodness sakes, they're the the reigning NASCAR champion, right? And in fact, I, they're what they've got back to back NASCAR championships, right? I, I'm pretty sure. Um, so I, but but why do I think it's risky? I, I think that the performance at Front Row Motorsports has been really good. And um, and so that means to me that uh, RFK has been sharing their information probably with little to no filter. 
Um, that that's the way I would see it. And I'm not suggesting anything diabolical about Penske, but the, the relationship it's it's just like crew chief and driver. It's really really important to be able to have that relationship, and I think that. A front row and and RFK definitely had that relationship, and for them to veer off and go down the the Penske road, albeit I get it, extraordinarily successful, I it takes a little time to build the relationship. So I'll it'll be curious to see how this works out, and and maybe it'll be perfect and they'll do better, and I hope so, but. I think it's a little bit risky. Well, it is interesting. I mean, uh, the only other Penske alliance right now is, uh, of course, with the Wood Brothers. Um, so, uh, anyway, Rick Ware Racing is going to stay with RFK, and we'll see if it makes a big difference. I would say, uh, with with history and and winning and all that, Penske's got a pretty good record. I wouldn't be ashamed to be to have technical alliance with them. Oh no, no, it, I don't. You know, yeah, don't let me make you think that 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 uh, I just think that there's more to this equation than just um, the success of the Penske organization. It's really it is very relational. Yep, and you know I got to tell you, I, just from watching him, interviewing him, uh, I'd, I'd love to see McDowell do really, really well and and uh, win a bunch of races. He he. He is a guy that represents our sport very well, Randy. Indeed. No doubt about that. Okay. Speaking of representing our sport, we continue in the uh, cup section here. And uh, Jimmy Johnson, as we discussed earlier, will be running in the Daytona 500. Uh, he'll be running in the Brickyard 400. Uh, and then he's, he's added these three races, and he'll be there at Phoenix. But hard thing uh, – for me to swallow just because, you know, habit and watching uh, Jimmy Johnson and seven cup championships, but he's going to be in the Toyota, Randy. That's a, that's, that's a little weird for me to, to grasp, but you've been in the sport forever. Is this a big deal, or what do you think? It's just kind of strange. Yeah, well, so I'll tell you what, uh, and I, I'm not, by the way, I have not conquered this, okay? I haven't, I haven't conquered this yet, so... Um, I can't, uh, I can't say that I got it figured out, but I've been given advice over the years uh, about, you know, don't be, uh, especially as it related to Daniel and his moving through the, through this process, um, you know, don't be married to a, to a OEM and, and don't get married to a number and, you know, some of that kind of stuff. And it's hard, uh, not to, um, um, just like you know, in the in in the Xfinity series this year, um, we're staying clearly with the Chevrolet brand, um, but we um, we uh, uh, changed. The, I mean, we're going to run their their number, which is number ten. And Daniel has only run in his whole racing career has ever he's only run the forty three, and then he ran the. Uh, the 21 for, I think, I think it was maybe eight races with um, GMS and the uh, ARCA uh, East Series. And then um, last year we ran the two races in the, in the uh, Xfinity Series. We ran the number 44. So it, it's something like that. You know, and, and you do. You get, it, it, I think of Richard Petty. And as you know, I think of him in a Dodge. And, um, uh, but he's been in a Ford, he's been in a Buick, he's been in an Oldsmobile, he's been in a Plymouth, he's been in a Pontiac, he calls it Pontiac, um, you know, he's <laughs> Chevrolet, um, and, and now a Toyota. So he's affiliated at least. He's not driven a Toyota, but <clears throat> all those other brands I mentioned he drove. So, you know, I think, um, that's probably pretty good advice. Um, you got to kind of look for uh, how 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 this will affect that whole organization. You know, the one thing I know about the Toyota organization, they're not going to be 
they won't be a uh, a lower tier team with Toyota. They're going to get the same kind of information. They're going to get the same share. They're going to get the same communication. You know, with Chevrolet, there's a lot of Chevrolet teams in the Cup Series, and they don't. They only have a, a few um, uh, premier partner roles, and um, so, like as an example, uh, Colleague is a key partner in the Xfinity Series, but they're not a key partner in the Cup Series with Chevrolet. So they're reliant on. Um, on RCR for a lot of that information. Um, so I think with the Toyota thing, what you'll see there is really a direct line. Um, if you're on the Toyota program, you're a key partner. So uh, I, I think they're expecting, I know that the group there is expecting better performance. Uh, but to your point, you started this whole thing with, isn't that weird? And yeah, <laughs> you're right. It is. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it's still weird not to have Dodge in the in the uh, Cup Series as well. Yeah. So I guess we just have to get used to weird after a while. But uh, meanwhile, Jimmy Johnson will represent Legacy Motor Club and Toyota quite well. Um, not to mention, Randy, a 2024 NASCAR Hall of Fame class inductee as well uh, and seven-time champion and all that. So pretty cool to see him out there running, and uh, it'll be breathtaking to see him out there in the Daytona 500. Well, I look forward to it. I, I think you're going to have more cars than, than slots available for the Daytona 500, hence qualifying and the qualifying races will be more important. So, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. No doubt about that. No doubt. We close out again with talking about sponsorship. Um, Trackhouse uh, extends and expands its sponsorship with Quaker State, Quaker State, uh, another big one. Uh, they are going to be, of course, primary sponsors uh, for the 99 of Daniel Suarez. Randy, they're also going to sponsor him uh, in the NASCAR Mexico race on February 4th, Sunday morning there. So a big deal. Also going to be on the, on the car with Ross Chastain. So another huge one and another, you know, along with Wendy's and Xfinity Series, I mean, Trackhouse has uh, definitely generated some confidence, and and they got some pretty solid sponsors. Well, I think what you said though about how how it tells about the health of the sport. You know, Quaker State's always been around, but they're, they they they've not been around as prominent as they are in this 2024 season coming back. You know, they they were once upon a time as big as anything, and it sort of went away. Now here they come back. You know, so. It, NASCAR uses, um, you know, the, 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 I mean, these brands and these companies use the NASCAR platform um, to help get identity, help get eyes on them, help grow their market. It becomes part of the business strategy. It's not just about racing. It's part of the business strategy. And I will tell you, and you know as well as, as anybody, we've worked very hard to use the NASCAR platform uh, with regard to race to stop suicide, because we know that platform works, and we know how important this message of race to stop suicide is to not only uh, the people of the United States but all around the world. And it's and we know that it works because of all the different emails and contacts that we get from people, um, and uh, you know, telling their stories with regard to it. So, I think uh, cool to see them back. It's one of those nostalgic type sponsors for me by the way once upon a time quaker state's world headquarters was in a little town about five miles from where i grew up called oil city pennsylvania and so that's uh and and once upon a time their ceo was a gentleman by the name of quentin wood and uh, he was a big tennis player and uh quentin wood and and quaker state uh supplied uh my tennis team uh, in the off season, with a lot of equipment to be able to play that game at the level that we were able to do it, and it was uh, it was a pretty high level. And he loved the game, and uh, and he loved kids. And I uh, appreciate Mr. Quentin Wood and Quaker State uh, for a lot of reasons. 
Well, remind me, because it's been a long time. I know when I was a youngster getting my first vehicle, my first car, 67 Camaro, that I saved up and bought. But at that time, when it came oil change time, you know, in my mind, and I don't remember who convinced me, but, okay, it had to be Quaker State, uh, 10W30 Quaker State. It seems like on the Quaker State can bottle nowadays, there's a mention of Pennsylvania. I mean, I know about Pennzoil, but seems like in that brand you're, you're talked about Pennsylvania that it was on there somewhere. Am I dreaming that, or what do you think? Well, no, Oil City, Pennsylvania was on there for sure. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Now that the world headquarters is in Texas, they've moved. They're not. They're no longer. Were were were. Uh, but you know, if you think about oil, was first the first oil well in the United States of America, at least recorded by in history, was in Titusville, Pennsylvania. Drake's well, and it's just barely up the road uh, from Oil City. So <clears throat> where I came from, it was uh, way back in the day, uh, 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 kind of an oil town. you know. Uh, so having those companies, Wolf's Head, and go on and on and on and on about all the oil influence. I saw working oil wells all over when i would go hunting you know there was lots of oil wells out in the woods where we would go hunt, go hunting so grew up in all that yep well and and believe it or not in tulsa oklahoma used to be called where i grew up the oil capital of the world same kind of ball game oil wells all over the place of course the, the phillips family when phillips 66 based mm-hmm. here they have a huge home in tulsa now so yeah lots lots of history Meanwhile, ladies and gentlemen, we have blown through our time. We want to say once again, thoughts and prayers go out to Ryan Pemberton's family. I remind you that we've got racing uh, tonight out there at Volusia Speedway Park. So get out and support those folks. And uh, we want to thank all of our sponsors for being with us here. Uh, of course, Document Technology, our presenting sponsor, One Daytona, Aaron Delgado and Associates, Daytona's Garage, Unifirst, The Land Motorsports, and Space Coast Credit Union. So uh, thank you to our sponsors. Thank you for all to all of you for being with us right here on Trackside. We'll see you next week. See you at the racetrack, everybody.